welcome to the heartbeat so glad you're here if it's your first time we have real raw vulnerable conversations on this podcast and this episode does not disappoint just candid conversations about the transitions in life that are happening right now and how you can stay in alignment and integrity with your soul your soul's purpose your own inner fulfillment as the world is changing so much and so many people are going through so many different transitions you know if you guys have been following along um, i still don't have any scans from the doctor yet at the time of me recording this it's wednesday the 29th and i'm supposed to get my ct scan done it was yesterday but i'm supposed to get answers uh today or tomorrow so i'll update you guys and let you know how that's going thank you so much for the well wishes and everything and if you're new i got some, i've had some gut problems and i'm getting answers <laughs> to what's going on um so there's that. I just want to say thank you all for the support and all the love. Also, thanks for all the love of the morning routine video that I did on YouTube. If you guys haven't seen that, uh, check out Kevin Crenshaw on YouTube. So I'm going to be paying more attention there and making more videos for you guys. And shout out to everybody who you know, is just supporting me there. I really appreciate all of the support and all the love. You guys are amazing. <laughs> But yeah, so this podcast episode is really unique and amazing because Shiara is really unique and amazing. Um, she leads women in an empowerment practice that breaks the rules and people have a lot of fun. And I think it's so amazing what she's doing, just kind of seeing from the outside. I've been a part of some of her live events as a speaker and she's leading a fucking movement and it's taking it to the next level while she's going through insane transitions in her life. Um, but I love this episode cause we just talked very candidly. It wasn't all the grandiose things. I mean, even though we talked on some of that stuff, the realness of being human, you know, we just kind of had a conversation around that of, of how she's navigating transitions, how I've been navigating some transitions and, uh, transitions. <laughs> so you're really going to love this episode. I am really excited for this one to come out, for you guys to hear it. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you haven't subscribed yet, you should probably do it. Stay in the know, stay in the conversations around living life from the heart. And if you are an OG, welcome back. Share this episode and let me know who you want me to interview, what you want me to talk about. Like, this is an ongoing conversation as long as much as it is, you know, me interviewing my friends and people that I look up to. I would love to hear from you guys, anybody that you want me to interview, you think would be a good candidate for the podcast of just candid conversations. So without further ado, you're listening to my conversation with Shiara. This is The Heartbeat. like that uh, well you know <laughs> just whatever's real for you right now what's real what's coming up oh what's real what's coming up mm, evolution and change yeah yeah so you're in quite I the vortex like... of change right now i am i am and it's such a i was just literally having this conversation yesterday um in the you know the the chapters that close mm-hmm um, and you know, I just moved, 
So I just packed my car with two suitcases and moved from New York to Los Angeles. You know this, I drove across the country. Um, and I had been in, in New York for eight years. And so there was this incredible, like symbolic closing of a chapter. And then this like really symbolic, like arriving, you know? So I think, and you're in something similar too, right? Yeah. I mean, I just, I was in LA and then I just sold everything and packed up a backpack and I'm nomadic now again. So I've been nomadic before, but very similar. And it happened around the same time that you, <laughs> yeah, it was like days. I know. <laughs> days. Um, so what was the ping? What was the, uh, the thing for you on, on why? The why I moved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, my story is kind of, uh, yeah. So I, you know, eight years ago, I had a wonderful little boy with a man who was my husband. We packed up and moved to New York with the intention of moving into the city. Mm -hmm. um, ended up in a small little town, which was really challenging for someone who grew up in West Hollywood. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we won't go too if deep into West Hollywood. You know. <laughs> yeah. And like, just, you know, I'm also Italian, I'm wild, oh, I'm, yeah. you know, open-minded and it's just, it was a little bit of a challenge a stretch we'll say. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my son's father and I, uh, split about a year in when I was there, but he had just started a brick and mortar store. So he had set down roots. So I was, uh, kind of challenged with this decision on, you know, whether to take my kid and run, you know, um, or just to, to give him the opportunity because he's a wonderful father. And, you know, who was I to, I don't, you know, if, right. if I'm going to be able to give my son the opportunity to have an incredible relationship with his father, of course I will. Um, and so what that resulted in was, you know, eight years of, of me not being where I wanted to be, um, a place that I made work, but was never really home. I learned a lot. I went through a lot of lessons. I evolved and got to become the woman that I am today, but, um, it was always a, an, an aspect of kind of like settling. There was an aspect of settling that was happening. And I was, I went through such deep depression. Um, I was just never really able to make it home. And, um, yeah, one like random day, uh, you know, his, his father just basically he's, he's married and they're expecting. And he just basically said, Hey, we bought a, a, a house out of town and I'd like to talk to you about Lucas staying with us, you know, in, in the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was incredible. It was probably one of the most challenging journey, like experiences of my life as a mother. Cause like the mother cub, you know, the, the mother, you know, mother bear wanting to be like, but wait, but then also knowing like for this short amount of time, this might be exactly what needs to happen. And it often is. Um, and so it was a really intense experience for the beginning, the first few months of the year. Um, and as, as, as much of a, an emotional roller coaster as it was, and obviously we've created a really incredible opportunity for my son and I to develop an even better relationship together. Mm -hmm. Um, the it, it's, it was a yes in my body. It was a yes in my body to come back to California. It's been a yes in my body 
you know, for eight years. So that's just like a very long story short. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And I love that you like the, your, your surrender really, uh, to that calling. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when you go through, I feel like I've been in survival mode. Um, and I've been very active for the past eight years, very much being a single mom, trying to make things work. You know, this, I started my business, um, you know, and I've just been very much reactive and just trying to make ends meet and trying to make things work and trying to make this, you know, be the right place. And as challenging as surrendering was, it also felt really good because I felt like I had had a grip on something for eight years. And for the first time in eight years, I was able to kind of release my grasp. Mm. What was the grip? The grip was just in these, in the way that I felt like I needed, it was a lot of guilt. It was a lot like, you know, this, the sacrifice that I was making, um, which of course I did happily and I will, con would continue to make, you know, uh, to, to, to be there with my son. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that there was an element of needing to, to be something or to prove something and just, yeah, there's like, I think there's like this women tend to, we tend to do, we tend to have this like sacrificial tendency, right? The sacrificial tendency um, and I wasn't even actually paying attention to how it affected me negatively in being a mom, you know, because, you know, you, I was, I was, I was always there. My, my son and I actually have an incredible relationship, but there was so much energetic deposits because I was not getting to, you know, be the rest of me. I was just a mom I barely dated. I've been single for the majority of the eight years. Um, you know, so like finding love again and like, you know, exploring my sexuality and all of the things that women do at that age. Like I wasn't, I wasn't really, you know, I, I chose not to focus on that because there was this feeling of like, well, if I'm going to stay here, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it all I have, mm -hmm. you know? So Eventually, I think that grip kind of gets, you kind of get that hand cramp, you know, and there was this moment where I realized like, he's an incredible father. Um, they have another little girl. They're expecting another little girl. Um, you know, they, he just purchased this huge home, like with all of this land and my son loves it so much and he's so happy, you know, and then. And I needed to like learn to let that be okay. And that was probably thus far in my life, the biggest lesson in surrendering. I want to speak to that on, from a male's perspective. Because uh, mm. when my mom, quote unquote, let me go, <laughs> and I'm all, I mm. use that term loosely of let me just do what I want and not coddle me anymore. Uh, is really where I stepped into being a man. And I think that a lot of, just seeing this observing right and i don't i don't have mm -hmm. kids and um but seeing how moms cling on and it perpetuates this uh little boyness in these quote unquote adult men uh and 
how my mom was just able to let go. And, and it, I saw that her the struggle in that. I saw how hard it was on her. And everything in her wanted to, like, protect me and keep me safe. She was so worried. But um, it was probably the, one of the best things that she could have ever done. So I just want to commend you for I, that because I found my journey to be sorry. a man in that. Yeah, I, I'm actually I, – I really appreciate that. And sorry, just apologizing for my cat. That <laughs> That's okay. Hopefully – I, when in my podcast, everyone knows my animals just because at this point, yeah. And then also with this empty house, it's like echoing. So it's like we're in the universe of cats. Um, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Actually, when I was kind of, you know, it actually, I didn't come to the decision easily. It was actually incredibly conflicting because I could feel the parts of my body that were like a yes. And I could feel the parts of me that were like the mama bear, you know, that were like, but wait, you know, and I, and like I said, my son and I have such a, a wonderful relationship. Um, and I had, I was talking to someone, had a reading for something and um, she phrased it very similarly. She's like, this is for his path too. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is for him too. This is meant for him too. And there is just, you know, for me, freedom is my Uh, like top core value. It's how I run my business. It's how I navigate romantic relationships. It's how I navigate self-expression. And it's also how I parent. And that was just such like a confirmation, you know, and it, but it was incredibly challenging because it was, you know, also closing a chapter, you know, I got here to LA and I just kind of like sat on the floor and I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> I actually did the same thing when I got to LA. You're kind of yeah, like, oh, totally. okay. <laughs> okay. Like what now? You know, and I'm 33 and my, my cat and my dog hadn't arrived yet. They were being, they came from New York and, you know, I had a week where I wasn't a mom. What was that like? I wasn't... <laughs> I mean, like I said, at first I was like, uh, like kind of just, I kind of just sat there and like pulled out my phone. I was like, I don't know what to do, <laughs> you know? Um, and obviously a big part of also my move is this, um, this adventure that I get to embark on for the next chapter of my business and my career. So mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot that I'm really excited about getting to devote, you know, cause everything I've built, I've built working like 15 hours a week, um, <laughs> know that. you know, yeah. with the excuse that I was a mom, but I mean, not to say that that's going to change too much now that I'm not taking care of a little boy all the time. Um, because I really genuinely like not working a lot, but having that, freedom and flexibility of like, yeah, I can go over and work an extra hour if I'm in flow. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't actually ever had that as an entrepreneur. So I'm really, there's a lot of curiosity and I've turned a lot of, you know, I've done a lot of work the last few weeks around like, you know, the guilt and, and the pain and all of the things, the grief kind of, and yeah. the grief of, of, of closing this chapter of letting go of this old life. Mm-hmm. And giving myself the permission to not only accept a new life, but get excited about it. Um, he's going to come to visit all the time. I'm going to come to, I'm going to go visit, you know, I'm grateful to be in a financial situation where I can do that with a lot of flexibility. Um, and now I get to get excited. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What what did what did you do in that week? Well, so I actually didn't have a place to live. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, the uncertainty and I love the freedom. Let's let's go. I do. Out? I really I do. I drive a convertible mm-hmm. um and I drove up and down PCH Ooh. way way too many times. Um, <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> No, right. Like, and I was just like, you know, part of me was like, you're in California now. Gas is not the same as upstate New York. And at the same time, it was the most liberating feeling. Um, what I did in that week, I mean, honestly, I, um, you know, I went right, I got here, I think on a Wednesday night and that Thursday I had already lined up like 10 places to come see, um, because I was really specific with what I wanted. Um, and then like midway through the day, I didn't like any of the places that I'd seen. So I like sat down in prayer in my car in between showings and like just called forth and manifested this incredible house. Um, but yeah, aside from that, there was, you know, I packed only two suitcases and the rest, I think I had four boxes of books that were shipped to me. That's it. I sold and got rid of everything. It's so a liberating feeling, isn't it? Oh, incredibly liberating. Yeah. And at the same time, hilarious because I had somebody come over and like we cooked and stuff. And he's like, do you have a spatula? And I was like, I do not like these random, <laughs> like the randomest yeah, things right. that you get used to. You take for granted for just like having around the house. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, nope. And he's like, do you have a cutting board? I'm like, no, I haven't gotten that yet. Thanks for putting that on my list. <laughs> Yeah, so it it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Um I've been like shopping, I've been going around and looking at all these like like uh boutique furniture shops and just choosing one piece at a time to really create being intentional this with this new portal, this new vortex of oh, that's the, magic. That's the best feeling. I can't wait to do it again. I'm kind of doing it right now uh with like I mean, I have a backpack, but I literally bought a new backpack and I'm getting like a new wardrobe, which is like what five outfits. <laughs> but where where are you? Are you right, allowed to say? Yeah, right now I'm in Seattle or outside of Seattle okay. in a place called Gig Harbor. So, um, I'm chilling here. I'm dealing with some like IBS gut stuff right now. It's mm. painful, so I'm kind of anchoring here till I get that sorted out uh, before mm-hmm. I start traveling again. Yeah, definitely don't want to travel. Also, during pandemic, I'll say, um, tri- like driving across the country was such an experience. Oh my like, god! Like it almost Especially felt now, like a right? movie. Twenty twenty. Right, that's what I'm saying. It was in yeah. the middle. I mean, it was the height of the week that I drove out was the height of the protests, and there was, you know, obviously it wasn't the height of COVID. It's not, or mm-hmm. it hasn't yet been, or whatever. Right. But um, it was really interesting to see the experience of it through the different states Mm. that I was going through, right? Because, you know, every state is different. So you'd go through one state where, you know, you had, you had uh, like like hand sanitizer every like two feet. And like, you had to stay like six feet away from the window. And there were like people that were like spraying. I mean, I got sprayed walking into like stores and math. It was so intense. And then there were states where like people were just like coughing on each other, smoking cigarettes, drinking beer and like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. you're just like, what is this zombie apocalypse? You know? So yeah. that was really, so I can't imagine um, doing any traveling right now with like 
the additional yeah the airports you know, are the, eerie yeah so weird yeah but even just with like a health thing where you're just oh, like yeah. oh i'd like to you know maybe take the day and like because like some places hotels weren't open mm-hmm. you know right. so- yeah it's wild i know that's for sure mm-hmm. like everybody's going through a transition yeah yeah and i, and I want to point out like you had this sense of processing and you mentioned that where you were allowed yourself to grieve and Mm-hmm. feel into things and i think that that's so important to to do i mean i i did it when i left my apartment literally for like the the day that i was gonna leave my fight was like late in the afternoon or something that whole day i didn't do anything but sit in my empty apartment and cry and just be so grateful for the experiences the people that came to visit and everything that happened mm-hmm. while i was there like it was just that was so healing to do yeah um and so I love that you gave yourself space to, to do that. I mean, I think you kind of have to, right? Like, I think yeah, you kind of have to. It, yeah, I'm also the or type like, of person, like, I'm also the type of person that, like, you know, like, I remember one of the first times that I spoke at a big conference. I was traveling mm-hmm. there, I think, by train. And I was, like, going through the train station. And there was, like, this big kind of archway. And I'm the type of person, like, I saw the archway and in my head, I was like, as soon as I cross it, I'm going to become a speaker. Like I was like, like I set up these symbolic openings and closings or I make things mean something to me. Like I anchor meaning into things. So for me, you know, even it was, it was interesting because I actually didn't, I, I wasn't thinking I was going to have an emotional, like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to cry when I drop my son off. Um, I dropped him off. We said goodbye. I got in my car, turned out of my ex-husband's driveway. And like within milliseconds, my entire body, like I just started weeping Mm -hmm. and I wasn't expecting it. And I gave myself permission to feel it all. And I think it was like a 45 minute drive. I cried all the way home. Um, and I got home and I said, okay, now it's time to pack, you know, my two suitcases. I had somebody that was selling everything. Um, and the morning that I left, you know, I was, I, I, I went to, a, I had my top down, I got my little coffee and I plugged in the GPS Los Angeles and series like, you know, starting route to, you know, Los Angeles, get on the. <laughs> whatever freeway heading west and i literally screamed out loud like a scene from a movie and i was like we're going west (laughs) so i think that moment felt really um powerful for me because i had given myself the permission to feel the pain of the closing of the chapter because we're such multidimensional beings. Like, yes, I've wanted to move, you know, for eight years. And at the same time, like, you know, when you're a mom, like you'd live under a rock for your whole life to be with your children, you know, it's just built into us, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, it was, this is really like, I, I got to experience the joy you know, because I gave myself permission to experience the grief. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And so where are you at now? Like what's next? What are you excited about? 
Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited to be like a single 33 year old woman in Los Angeles. I mean, like, I don't know, aside from my house being like super sexy, I'm like surrounded by hot single men. I don't know. (laughs) You're in the heart of Venice, so yeah. I, but they're like everywhere. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Any woman in your audience listening, I'm talking to you. I know, like, I know we have, and probably men have had this too. I, I have always wanted to live next door to like hotties. You know, I've always yeah. like, ooh, someone new is moving in. Do they have a hot son? Like, I've always, like, this has been my thing. And, you know, moving here, I haven't even, I hadn't even thought of it. And I just, there was this morning where there was, like, one guy working out and another, like, three guys pull up in a motorcycle. Another guy's walking his dog. And I was just like, where am I? <laughs> yeah. It's, Venice is a is a vortex for sure. There's a lot of beautiful a, humans in LA. Jesus Christ. Well, I, you know, hey, I've been in, like, I've been in a cave in upstate New York. I'm like looking around. I look like a wide-eyed little Bambi. I'm just like batting my lashes. I'm like, what is this? Like, what is this? <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. 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 Aside from that, I'm I'm, I'm really excited for everything with my business, and you know, and I'm I'm excited to just kind of explore what it's like to be just me for a while um and and get to be in my creative energy and my business is going into a whole new iteration it's evolving into something completely new so i get to participate in that um can you say what that is yeah yes because i know you've been no no it's not a secret i've been I've been I've been hinting at things. Yeah, like I'm really they call me the hype queen. Um <laughs> I'm good at it. I enjoy it. Um yeah, so you know, bold self is always I kind of just it became this kind of coaching thing. Mm-hmm. Um which was fine and it was fun. Um but my vision for bold self has always been a very like far and wide mass media reach movement, mm-hmm. you know, to empower women into like freedom, independence, and like really that self, um, self-creation, self-expression, you know, all of these incredible things that have contributed to my life, like wild, you know, wealth, like the kind of wealth that just like blows your mind and having this, this freedom to do whatever the hell you want in the way that you want to do it, to break rules. Like there's a, there's a really potent uh like revolution at the core of bold self and in the coaching when it was just a kind of a strictly coaching business um that's all that i was i I wasn't really letting it be what it could have been so the new Mm. um in the expansion and kind of the bold self 2.0 that i've been referring to is very much more lifestyle um, you know, content based. So the website's going back into being like a magazine kind of feel with mm-hmm. a variety of writers and voices, uh, YouTube channel. I'm launching a new podcast. I've left, I left my old podcast up. Um, and I will likely keep it up. Um, and I launch a new one. Uh, my, my conferences that you were actually supposed to speak at 
Yeah, like the online the, one. <laughs> yeah, you did. Right. But that's like nothing in yeah, comparison yeah. to like what I, I create. <laughs> yeah. I and so my conferences thus far had always been really like business focused. Um, the new version is like big conferences, just like all encompassing self, wealth, love, health, magic, feminine energy, um, sisterhood, community, uh, impact disruption. Like there's a lot of different, it's just all encompassing and I love it. And what I love most about like this kind of new bold self 2.0 is that it's breaking all of the rules. It's breaking all of like the marketing niching rules and it's just going wild. And I'm just so excited about everything. That's amazing. It definitely sounds like an upgrade for sure in so many ways. But like yeah. still at the core of what it is. And I love that you're letting it become, like you said, what it what it can be. Yeah, totally. And I it's think I think this... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, you go. I was just gonna say, I think there's this thing because I'm going through a very similar uh thing mm-hmm. with my coaching, how it's just been coaching. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and I'm I'm kind of looking around and questioning that. Like why has it just been coaching and why hasn't it been the movement that it really truly <laughs> is? And I think it's partially just what's out there of uh, the cookie cutter coaching thing. Right. Um, right. 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 But I think also, yeah, but I think not everyone is meant to lead a movement. And I think the coaching industry is, I think the coaching industry is an easy in, you know, because it's unregulated. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, for the most part, what we tend to see is a bunch of, people with stars in their eyes wanting to do this and they hire, you know, a a not so good business coach that essentially teaches them like templated approaches. So what we see is, is the result is this cookie cutter kind of result. But what ends up happening is that it kind of implodes because they're not actually good coaches and, or maybe that's all that they're meant to be. Whereas many of us who have a bigger calling um, coaching is, is organic. I mean, I don't know about you, but, and I'm willing to bet though, that this is the case with you, especially when you're talking about, you know, the heart and mm-hmm. matters of the heart. But I know for me, you know, I was always the one that, you know, like coached the drunk girl in the bathroom when I was out, yeah. in, you know what I mean? Like, or I was always the go-to friend for yeah. the advice. Like, you know, we've kind of like have this organic instinct, you know, to guide people through transformation. And so the way that I like to look at it is that the coaching industry, when it's just coaching, is kind of like a stepping stone. Most people will stay there. And then those of us that are meant for something bigger, who have a higher calling, who want to create something that is more of a revolution of a movement, we will inevitably want to disassociate and or expand out of right and create our own iteration of it and break the rules and take what served us which you know i still have coaching programs within my my business model but they're actually not the only revenue stream in in my business anymore you know whereas it used to be just a coaching business you know what i mean right yeah and it's it's a different framework entirely business structure everything yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think, I think the other thing too, is like you learn how to make money as a coach and then you realize, well, okay, 
Like I can make money. I can make money doing whatever I want. Now, what do I want to create? Right. It's the next level. The next level. That, yeah. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. When is all that stuff rolling out? Can you say? Um, I'm, I'm, we're hoping I'm going to, I'm going to announce, I think the big, like, you know, launch date soon, but I'm hoping by the end of summer, I have like a big photo shoot this week coming up for the new branding. Like everything's, everything's changing. You know, we're Mm -hmm. working with a huge brand strategist. We have like merchandise coming out and it's just a completely different experience. Um, and so there's a lot of moving parts. So I'm really hoping that we're able to get everything up and running by the end of summer and really go into fall with that, like new semester feel, you know, when that fall, yeah. like the September hits and it's just like, Ooh, it's time for a new semester. Like I want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah. So that's really exciting to be working on that in the middle of this transition. It's like every area of your life. Yeah, dude, for real. (laughs) Every area. Very similar way over here. So I can totally relate. It's necessary. I think evolution, you know, and like, I want to call it like disruption, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's the word that really feels right. It's this disruption of, especially when, when things are going well or for all intents and purposes are not broken and damaged and need to be repaired, right? There's some times in our lives where we make changes because we're moving intentionally away from like pain and like, you know, everything's wrong, like, you know, toxic or whatever. And then there's these weird, there's these weird transitions that we go through where like, everything's fine. Like, it's not like, you know, everything's fine. Like I could have continued to be, in New York in many ways, I'm willing to bet that you could have continued to be in Santa Monica and been fine, right? Without the world collapsing. Right. And at the same time, there's this like this part of me that's like, okay, we're done. You know, so it's really interesting making a transition from a place of, you know, where it's not all on fire, but rather it gets to be like a proactive, you know, disruption to to something that for all intents and purposes was fine. Okay. You know what I mean? It's an intuitive upheaval because for me, yeah. I wasn't, it was like, it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It, I just mm-hmm. sell everything and get the fuck out. And I'm like, what? Exactly. <laughs> I, love this. I was like, I love this place. I love my friends here. Exactly. I fought my ass off to get this apartment and like keep it. And up, I up leveled so much. Like, why would I leave this beautiful vortex? And it was like, no, nope, leave. And it wouldn't go away. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. Here's the surrender. I'm going to trust. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, funny for it's... me, like as, as time goes on, I'm seeing more and more of how it makes sense. Totally. Oh, you know? duh. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're but like, it always oh, does. Yeah. Right. You know, like these little intuitive pulls, like there's always, that's actually what I'm committed to um, at this point in my life is to just feel the yes in my body mm-hmm. and go with it you know, without questioning it, without being, you know, without needing to be like, well, where are we going? Like, what does this look like? What happens if like, I am, I'm, that's none of my business right now. Like all I want to do is just feel the yes and the no in my body. And I want to 
follow and, and embark on whatever adventure, whether it is a physical relocation or even, you know, exploring a connection with someone, you know, I've, I've just navigating something that, for example, on paper, it doesn't make sense. This is something that's like recent for me mm -hmm. and on paper, it doesn't make sense, but the yes in my body is so strong and all like human 3d, like, you know, everything's like, this is not going to work. Like, why would you, <laughs> like, why would you even, right? But there's, there's something beyond me that's pulling me. And I feel like I've exhausted the part of me that wants to rationalize or make sense of mm. things. Like I've just been in that for the past eight years, probably much longer than that. Um, and I'm just tired. So for me, it just feels really good to just feel the yes and be like, oh, so this is what we're doing. Okay. Oh, we're moving to California. Okay. You know, like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, spending, I think like my rent here is, I want to say two, three, oh, it's just almost three times. No, it's over three times, over three times the rent that I was paying in New York. So, you know, and it's like, oh, well, this is, but my body was like, this is a yes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I was actually talking about this with a friend last night. It's feeling through life versus thinking through life. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, exactly that. Exactly that. And right now I'm fully committed to the feeling. That's amazing. And I love that you exhausted the, the uh, mindset because when your brain's just, gets in that overwhelmed or overloaded or like just tired right mm -hmm. is when you can drop into your body easier exactly i so exactly I and i mean that's kind of my mo unfortunately yeah. that's my mo i wish it was differently <laughs> different i wish i could say that you know i'm really intentional and responsible with that kind of stuff but the reality is well, i will the most responsible thing you can do is listen to your intuition yeah but the intuition comes that's that what I'm what I'm more speaking to is the exhaustion part. Uh yeah. Even Not like, like you know Yeah, like even even with like how we started, we were talking about like, oh, I'm really happy that I only work fifteen hours a week and have this like magnificent business. It's you know. Mm -hmm. Um but at the same time it's like I came to that because the version of me prior was working, you know, twelve to eighteen hours a day. And it's like I burned out and I had to go the opposite extreme because I was so tired. It was like, well, if I, it's going to have to work at me working only 15 hours because I don't have it in me to work any more than that. And so by, by putting myself in these like, you know, but it is, I'm getting better at it and definitely getting better at it, but that's my MO. I love that though. It's, <laughs> it's where you need to be. It's perfect. It's not a, yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. The pendulum yeah, always I, swings. And yeah. So, and I just, I've, I've embraced that as just mm -hmm. the way that I like, even with like dating, honestly, mm -hmm. like this half ass, if, if I'm like falling for someone and I'm just like, I want to hang out. Like I want, like I do, I can't do the one foot in one foot out like this and the like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. Like I need to go, even if it's like a little can't, like I need it to burn fast, you know, like I need to feel it all. And then decide there, like, I'm not good at moderation. I just, <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to go all in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
that's amazing though because that that gives you so many benefits really i feel like i get to experience life more freeze up some time think of all the things that would like a lag you know <laughs> by not just feeling them fully giving yourself permission to just feel it fully and then you get to say well okay this was good this was fun this feels complete i'm going to move forward now or i'm going to try something else or whatever and that's just my 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 energy is very ad adventurous curious i want experience i'm very very much in i want to be inspired i want to feel awe i want to learn i want to especially after eight years of living in a cave, you know, there's this part of me that just genuinely wants to experience life. Yeah. And I feel like this like lollygagging and not, you know, just doing the damn thing is doing me a disservice. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people are waking up to that, especially this year of. Well, yeah. Just, I'm just yeah. Gonna, it's, you, you kind of get to this place where you're like, fuck it. Mm hmm. And that's really yeah. where it's like you think that everything's gonna go haywire, but it actually fall into place with your like deepest it, truth. It's so crazy. I I think what we saw this year was really kind of magnificent in speaking to just like human nature. And you saw like one chunk, like you know, a chunk of people just going right into fear and right into like you know, conservation right into like everybody get away from me, like, you know, survival kind of mode. And then you have this like chunk of people that are like, wow, like I've been wasting my life with some stupid dead end nine to five for this, the excuse of like this, like certainty of a paycheck. And now I'm like, it's not certain because nothing is within my control and I'm waking up to the realization that I've been wasting my life, you know, or haven't been. So like we saw, I don't know, it's just been really interesting to see what happens to the human, you know, the human experience where you're just like waking up, you're like, wow, like this is the apocalypse, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is the apocalypse, great awakening, the whatever you want to call it. We're in it. Yeah. It's been prophesied, totally. you know, and it's kind of yeah. evidence is all over the place. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of like research on that actually recently and just kind of giving other people's perspectives on how we can turn ship around or create a new world and what's going to be coming forth uh, in generations to come. And if we don't, you know, hit the self-destruct button, where do you what do you see is coming through for that? Or what do you feel, I guess, um, in terms of what's on the horizon or what are the possibilities that could be created? I mean, you know, I live my life on the positive side. Mm -hmm. I think I've just been through so much, you know, being a single mom and having my power turned off in the middle of winter and struggling financially and being depressed and being in all of these like rock bottom situations um, that I, you know, part of my, my growth and my evolution has really just been looking at, I, I tend to only see opportunities. I've trained myself, which isn't to devalue the realities of, you know, the situation and the suffering that's actually 
present because I don't, it's not like I'm, you know, rose colored glasses and it's like, Oh, that doesn't exist. You know? <laughs> um, however, when you're looking at two things, like I, I tend to see the opportunities. I tend to see the magic in what's available within the evolution, the opportunities. And, um, you know, I think, I think what we're seeing is a big wake up call for a lot of people. I think what's available, I think we're going to see a lot more business moving into the digital space, which, you know, I think we were seeing anyway, this was kind of like a kick in the butt. Um, I think we're seeing, we're going to see a lot more, uh, a lot of, a lot more people stepping into entrepreneurship. Um, and, you know, kind of, because I think there's, you know, there's a, there's a group of people who are brilliant and who are innovative and could lead the world to change and improvement, but they're human and they were stuck in fear loops and they were stuck in, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever there were certain circumstances would bring them. And, you know, because we're navigating circumstances that we've never navigated as, 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 as a group of, as a, as a collective, um, I, I'm willing to bet we're going to see a bunch of these brilliant people finally step up and create you know, be a part of creating a new world. So I do think, you know, and I think it's in some situations, unfortunately, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I think as a country, we have a lot, you know, uh, the journey with our politics and all of that is, is definitely a lesson that we're continuing to learn. And we obviously haven't learned yet. Um, so I think there's a lot of opportunity. I think there's a lot of evolution. I think there's a lot of um, also there's an incredible magic to the new generations, the youth in, in this world, like the babies that are just like little souls, just asking to be born. And, you know, I even see it in my son who's eight, you know, in just a different way, a different way of seeing, of feeling. And I'm excited to see what these generations have to contribute, you know, um, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to fuck shit up and I think it's going to be great. <laughs> That's exactly what it's going to do. I love it so much. And you're also doing your thing. You're spearheading a revolution as well. So I commend you for that. As somebody else yeah. who's, who's doing the same. Um, My movement, actually a big part of that too, a big part of the like new, new, like bold self is specifically like, I, I feel a responsibility to create space for these new emerging leaders. Mm. Um, and, and I introduced, I'm introducing a level of, of support for visionaries and leadership um, training that I was, it wasn't in the forefront at first. And now just seeing the landscape, it's just, this is what's necessary, especially for women, you know, to have a place to really like connect with their inner visionary and feel supported and have the permission to rise into it. And that feels very true for me. And I think this is, the, this is the wave that we're going in. Mm, that's so beautiful. I see it. You're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Heck yeah. Where can people find out all the info on that stuff, by the way, I'll put it in the show notes. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, honestly, like 
you know, like I said, I do everything in extremes. So as soon as I decided to rebrand, I deleted everything offline. Um, you can find Bold Self is still up, boldself.com. But I think the most up to date is just to follow me on Instagram, which is Bold Self. I'm the most active on stories right now. Um, but that's, and, and yeah, that's, that's the best place to connect right now for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story, sharing your heart. You're, you're leading a revolution and I'm just excited to see where it, where it takes you. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Of course. For everybody tuning in, um, all of her details are going to be in the show notes and all the links and everything. So go check it out. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.